Sit back, relax, and seek joy from your stick. It's time for Joysticks and Chill. Episode 5 of Joysticks and Chill, uh, the podcast by gamers for gamers who like other gamers unless they just so happen to be a 12-year-old beating the shit out of me on every online game ever. My name is Joystick J, thus named because I have a stick that brings joy to dozens. With me on this auditory adventure is the mouse they call John. Hello, John Mouse in the house. The man who's hardly a Dan. Hello. And a man who has forsaken the name John for a less traditional Nezzy. Hi, everyone. So, before we get into video games, find out how we sold out to a board game with this week's sponsor. Are you currently in lockdown, bored out of your mind? Are you already missing the charm of last year? Did you enjoy 2020 so much and you'd like to be reminded about all of its events in a form of a family-orientated board game? Well, you need 2020, the board game. 2020! The board game. Oh no, I picked Boris. Boris mumbles incoherently. Miss a turn. I love 2020. You are a person of colour who is seen walking down the street in an American suburb. Karen takes exception to you. I'll pick a chance card. Roll a six or Karen will report you for selling cocaine to toddlers. Can you make it through 2020 without being infected, losing your job, losing your sanity, losing your friends or losing your life? I picked a Trump card. Trump dismisses the severity of Covid whilst playing golf and coughing on old people. Miss a turn. You are fake news. Once again, live through the excitement of 2020 with 2020 The Board Game. 2020 The Board Game. Oh no, I picked a Matt Hancock card. Matt Hancock refuses to apologise for anything, missed two turns. Oh Oh, no. You pass into New Year's Day, you win. Yay! I won. What do I win? You win 2021. Yay! The 2020 board game. Are you ready to relive the magic? By now and get the Insurrection and Impeachment add-on packs for half price. This, of course, will be the last board game of its type to be made because by next year, we'll all be dead. Can't wait. I can't wait to bring all that hurt, death and devastation of 2020 to the uh, family living room of a Saturday night. Looking forward to it. Yeah, like 10 years from now, you'll find an old coat. You'll reach into the pocket You'll pull out a face mask and you'll laugh and think, ah, 2020. And then you'll pick up your machete and go across the wasteland that is 2030. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, life's great, isn't it? Right, let's move on to story time. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't have a, a, a jingle for this, so I'm just making this up. John, we'll start with you. My dad's foot exploded. 
that's the end of the story. <laughs> <laughs> so his foot exploded. So basically, um, last week um, I had to jump off the show because um, I got a text message um, from my mum saying, um, I don't know how to tell you this, but your dad can now only walk in circles because one of his feet <laughs> <laughs> has exploded. Um, so he's got like a big ass of varicose vein um, all the way around the bottom of his um, ankle. And for most people um, who have these, apparently they're not really a problem and they don't really do any harm. But where my dad has this particular vein, um, the slightest bump or nudge and the vein just pops and blood just sprays everywhere. And it's like that moment from the shining and the elevator doors open and all the blood rushes through. Um, it's pretty, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> um, so that happened. It's happened before. The last time it happened, the paramedics came, they put a bandage on it, and they said to my dad, look, big mouse, you need to go to the doctors. But the thing is, my dad is Scottish, right? So Scottish people don't go to the doctors. So he was all like, Jonathan, I ain't going to the doctors. <laughs> and I was like, dad, you are going to the doctors. Don't be a div. And he was like, no, you don't know what you're talking about. I am not going to the doctors, Jonathan. Right, so anyway, this went backwards and forwards for many more minutes before I gave up <laughs> and went home. Um, so fast forward to last week and, um, yeah, his foot exploded again, like the paramedics said it would. Um, but this time... Uh, he was taken to A&E in an ambulance um, and then I had to go down there um, just to make sure he was all right and everything because my mum doesn't drive. So I picked my mum up first and um, on the way there, I felt like an absolute criminal driving around, even though I had a good reason to be out of the house. I was a little bit paranoid. Every time I seen a car behind me, I was thinking, <laughs> oh my God, it's the police. It's the popo. Like... I'm done for. This is it. <laughs> this is how it ends. <laughs> um, it's all right. We don't have police brutality. We're not in America. Um, so carried on. <laughs> so uh, the whole way there, uh, I got very close to the Queen Elizabeth Hospital and there was this car parked by the side of the road. And I said to my mum, they're definitely the police. They are definitely the police. We'll probably get pulled over here. You know, because there's two of us, first of all. I'm outside of the house and I'm driving a Vauxhall Corsa. So <laughs> they're definitely going to pull us over. <laughs> um, anyway, I said they they are 100% police, 100%. And my mum's like, okay, she's getting a bit nervous. We got next to the car, big, massive sticker on the side of it that says Uber. <laughs> so... <laughs> They could have been undercover police, to be fair. But anyway, uh, got to the hospital. They patched up my dad. He's got to have some surgery. They reattached his foot. All sorted now. He's not walking in circles anymore. Done. So what, does it does it just explode randomly? Or is it like, if he catches it on something, or is it just like a ticking time bomb? No, it's when he gets in the bath. So the heat from like the water and stuff just basically just makes it explode. So he's got two options. He can either have surgery or he could just never bath again. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like a really shit superpower. He can just explode his foot. <laughs> I'll just heat it up. <laughs> See if you can find a way to use it for good. 
<laughs> I'm not sure how, but yeah. <laughs> Is he all right now, though? He's good. Yeah, I mean, he's okay. He's got to have the surgery, but like, he's not really bothered about having it. So yeah, he's, he's, he's fine now. Um, he's just got to try and stay off it and hope it doesn't explode again. So if I leave in the middle of this podcast, it's probably... <laughs> it's fine it's just another foot explosion that's that's a very strange story but i'm glad he's okay i'm glad uh I'm glad everything worked out okay very very bizarre okay so that's just, <laughs> that's john's story um buying hot ass who's who's this who else is it gonna be you know i'm splashing that cash on that hot ass <laughs> I think That's Dan my... has already bought his own hot ass a while ago. He's already got his so own. I'm assuming it, was his, his it is, yeah. It's his hot ass that it maybe inspired mine. But yes, yeah, yeah. so <laughs> you probably heard I, I mentioned um Elite I forgot what it's called then. Elite Dangerous. I mentioned it last week that I've been getting back into it. Um so I think it was like on Monday. It was like Monday morning. And you start work, and I'm a bit of a procrastinator. And I started thinking, I start work on a Monday, and I start daydreaming about Elite Dangerous a little bit. And I start thinking about hotasses. That's what they're called. I don't know what hotas stands for. Dan, do you know what does hotas? Hands on for? throttle and stick. There you oh go. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it sounded really sexy when you said it. There, I don't know why. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> so a hotas. I start thinking, oh, I'll just have a look. Wouldn't it be good if I could... Elite Dangerous is great on a pad, but wouldn't it be good if I actually had a joystick and a throttle? So then I started Googling them. Um, so I've got... I play on Xbox One. Um, so there's only kind of like really one um, available, which is the HOTAS... The Thrustmaster HOTAS One, it's called. Um, and it's about 80 quid, and I thought, oh, that's a nice price. Like, I've already bought myself quite a lot of toys. I definitely can't buy any more toys now. I keep on saying to my wife, just one more thing. Um, but I was like, I definitely can't buy anything. But anyway, I start, I start, I start looking at them, and um, they're just sold out, like, everywhere. Like, every, everywhere in this country is sold out. Literally everywhere across the world is sold out. You can't get one of these Hotas ones new for anything. Um so I looked on eBay. I thought I'd just have a quick look on eBay to see how much they're going for. And I, I hate I, I tend not to really use eBay. I just I don't trust it. I just spend if I buy something on there, I spend like I just get nervous that it's gonna come. I've had a couple of bad experiences in the past where I've tried to sell things. Um and it's just been laborious and just a pain in the ass. I tend not to use eBay. Um but I had a look on there and um these were going on there for like they were on there for like between 120 to 200 pounds. People sell them on there, um, secondhand and new. Um, so I think wow. the reason that they're so the reason that they're so out of stock is I think the Hotas one you can use for the Xbox One and you can use it for Windows. And I think it is. And I don't know that much about all the other Hotasses, but I think for 79.99, it's actually pretty good value for money you actually get something really good and with um microsoft flight simulator having come out um this year i think everyone because it's such a great game everyone was like oh this is really good wouldn't it be good with a hotas so that's why they sold out all over the world so i was on ebay like i say there was a few auctions ongoing and they were going for like 120 to 200 but then i saw like an auction that had just gone on and it, it was just on for like 50 pounds and there was like six days left on it and i thought I'm not going to bid on it because I'm not waiting six days. Like when I buy things, I like to buy them today. Yeah. But so, like on eBay, you can you can 
you can send someone an offer. So I sent I sent an offer for fifty five pounds on the fifty pound, and they basically just accepted it within like three minutes. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, nice, but because I'm always a little bit ooh, about um, eBay, I was a little bit nervous. I looked at the person's history. And they'd sold like about six or seven things over the past six to nine months, which were like pretty random things. So I thought, I guess this must just be someone who's like got things in the house that they're trying to get rid of, whether they need a bit of extra money during these challenging times and they're just selling some things and maybe they don't realize, you know, exactly what it is selling. So, yeah, so they, they accepted the offer. Um, and then within like an hour, they'd put it as posted. Um, so I messaged them saying, do you have a tracking number? Um, and they're like, no, I've not got a tracking number. I just sent it second class. And I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. Like, first of all, I'm very impatient. Like, who sends things second class? Like, what's the point? Just send it first class. <laughs> and like, they'd, they'd put on the sale that it was going to be first class anyway. So they sent it second class. So I had to wait two to three days. Um, but I, I, I just thought, this has got to be a scam. Like, I just these were going for like so much more but anyway two three days later um i think it was actually three days later the thing actually turns up and i was like so amazed that actually came so i think this was on wednesday or thursday so um the box comes i'm really excited i get it out i give it a bit of a clean down and then i take it over to my xbox to go plug it in and i look at the end i was like what is this end like this is not a usb stick it was like a weird round one, something that I kind of recognise, but I've not seen in a while. So I'm like, what the hell is this? Looking in the box, and there's no like connecting lead for like the USB. So I'm just like, oh, just my luck. So I'm annoyed. So then I start looking. I thought, I thought there was either something wrong with it. It was just something else. So I was, I was just annoyed. So anyway, I googled it, and it's um, it's just like the little breakaway cable. Now I remember yeah. having these back in the Xbox 360 days when you had like even like on a wired pad or some of the accessories it just means that if you pull it out basically it doesn't pull your console out and luckily you could get these things for like six quid um off amazon so i was i was annoyed because i had to wait another day <laughs> to play it but i i i sent a message to the ebay person and they were like oh i'm really sorry i didn't realize i just sent everything i had it's like i told him it cost me six quid they were like i can send you six quid on paypal if you want and i was like well it's all right to be fair i still got it for a really good price if you told me that i didn't have it i still would have bought it for that price so i had to wait until the next day well then it came the next day and i now have an amazing hotas that I can use of Elite Dangerous that I'm using. I will talk a little bit about the game and me playing it. But that was my story on getting my hotas for like 55 quid. When, like I say, at the moment, they are sold out everywhere until March, I believe. And the second-hand prices are going at ridiculous prices. But then I had to, because I shouldn't really be buying myself any more toys because I've bought a lot of toys. Um, but I put, because I put the offer in thinking it wasn't going to get accepted and then it just got accepted. And then afterwards I was like... Oh my god! I've got to tell I've got to tell Heather, my wife, now that I've just spent fifty five quid on <laughs> a um, on a joystick. And my, my wife does a little tiny bit of gaming, but joysticks is a little bit. She she was always going to think it was a ridiculous purchase, and had to tell her this whole long story about how they were out of stock and they were like one hundred and fifty quid, two hundred quid everywhere. And I just put this bid in. I don't think it was going to get accepted, and I've got a really good price. But she was all right about it in the end. And she's even had a go on it, and she quite likes it. So, um, yeah, that's my story on getting my which is a great, great price. Cool. 
Very cool. So we look forward to hearing that in the next section, which is... <laughs> And I'm just going to go to the rejiggerator, the randomizer, and see which person is going to go first. And it's John. Yes, so I've been playing Payday 2, and this game is like my comfy pair of slippers game. Um, I played it on PS4 and put in like a bajillion hours um, way back when. And um, so I did what everyone does with any game that they're really enjoying. I saw that it was on Steam and I bought it on there as well. <laughs> so that I could do it all again. And um, I streamed Payday 2 earlier on our Twitch channel. Go and follow it, subscribe and all that stuff. Um, I streamed it on there and I did a bit of a stupid thing. Now, I'm not known for doing very stupid things, <laughs> but I did a very stupid thing. So on the stream, I used a hotkey, a keybind, or whatever. I don't know. I'm not an IT guy. Um, I used a hotkey so that control and S would start the stream, right? Or no, would stop the stream. So control and S. So in my head, I was like, right, okay, control S for stop. And if I want to start the stream, this is genius, this is. It's control and B <laughs> for, for begin, right? <laughs> so. No, I, yes, I am very clever. That degree paid for itself. Anyway, so um, I hit control and S to start the stream. All fine. So I start streaming and like, you know, I'm very new to the streaming thing. So it's, it's weird sitting there sort of talking to yourself. But, um, but anyway, so I sat there and started playing. And then I play and like I was say funny anecdotes. Well, I thought they were funny. No one else probably did to the camera. And I was playing along and everything was going really well. And then I check OBS. I check my streaming and realise it stopped streaming. So it's like, ah, oh, right, okay, I'll try it again. Did another video about 10, 15 minutes. Went back and checked. Only about the first two minutes had recorded. And then I realised <laughs> that in the game when you press control it crouches and when you press s it walks backwards <laughs> so every time i was getting shot <laughs> i was dropping down with control and backing off from them but every time i did that <laughs> i stopped the stream <laughs> so <laughs> three or four people there weren't like loads of people in there so it wasn't too embarrassing three or four people were probably watching me and every time i <laughs> every time i got shot the stream just ended. You probably just thought you got scared each time it happened. <laughs> and ran away. <laughs> Turn my computer oh, off. Oh, shit, dog. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, fantastic game, though. I mean, like, I'm not going to go on about it too much what? because it's years old. But you know what? I've seen this payday and I've seen the front of it and I think I have an idea that it's like team based you have some police people and you have some people who need to do a bank robbery am i right in thinking that yeah pretty much in a nutshell um it's it's uh pve um you are uh, you jump into a game um i normally play with random people but like you can play with bots and stuff like that if you want to um and you've just got to pull off different heists so 
uh, there's one that's on a diamond store and you've got to go in and grab as many diamonds as you can and then take the bags to a getaway vehicle and throw them in. But you can do other things at the same time. So um, you can take hostages and then if one of your team gets downed, uh, they're not just killed, they're arrested. Um, and you can trade a hostage to get your team member like back into the game. Or um, you can um, go in really quietly on some of the heists. And yeah, it's basically each sort of, I wouldn't really call them levels, but but each um, game is just a different heist of a different place. Some are of like banks where you have to like set up a drill to get into a vault and there might be gold in there or there might be money in there. And, and um, yeah, the, some of the heists are over multiple days. So they have like, not like actual days. Like I'm not sat on the laptop for like four days playing this game. <laughs> <laughs> four like in-game days, if you like, where the first part of the mission might be you've got to go in and um, drill into a vault and get the gold that's in there or money or whatever. Um, and then uh, when you get in the getaway vehicle, the second day might be that the getaway vehicle's crashed and you've got to um, hold off the police and, um, keep them at, at bay for as long as possible. But it's a fantastic game, and if if anyone wants to play on Steam with me, like I'm I'm on there quite a bit at the moment, and uh, I know that game inside out. And considering the amount of hours I put into it, it, it it just never gets boring. It's it's been designed to be played over and over again, and still not really lose its lose its shine. So you say you bought it recently? Yeah, um, it was on a Steam sale um, not too long ago. Um, and I managed to get the game and like a big, massive deal, bundle of DLC. And it was something like £7. But um, it's on sale quite regularly. I yeah, I it. see it. Yeah, it looks really good. Because I always want to do the heists in GTA Online. But um, I just ne- when I jump on with randoms on GTA Online, they say it was just someone who dies all the time. So you just never get anywhere with doing the heists. And this sounds like it's another way to do some fun heists, which I really want to do. So I think, because I always see this game on sale, and I don't know why I've not picked it up yet. So I think the next time I see it, it'll probably be on the Xbox. It is, it's on everything, isn't it? Yeah, it's on everything. It's not too bad playing it with randoms either, because, yeah. you know, like in GTA, you do a heist and you've only got like three lives and then yeah. or two lives or whatever. Once those are gone, those are gone. In GTA, you've got your squad. If you have one player who just runs headfirst into the heist and dies straight away. They only have to do that twice or three times, depending on how many lives you've got. And that's it. The heist's over before it's even started. And some of the heists in GTA, you might have to drive really far just before any of the action actually starts. Where Payday just throws you in. It says, right, case the place. You know, you can go and do it stealth if you want to. You can, like, cut through fences and check security cameras. Or, like, there's a bank one where you can take the bank manager hostage, take his key card, check the cameras and do all of that. Or you could just go in and shoot everything. Like, um, either way, it, it just throws you straight into into um, the action for how you want to play. And it doesn't matter. Like, your teammates can die, but it will just count down a timer to when they come back or... Um, yeah, and it, you've only really failed if all four of you die at the same time. Um, like, if all of you go down, then obviously the highs can't carry on because all of you are dead. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, uh, it, it's it's a really good game. Really, really good game. I'd be up for playing. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Basically, what you what you described there, John, on GTA Five, 
is just what happens 100% of the time that I try heists. <laughs> it's that go drive for like 10 minutes, get somewhere, someone just, just the same person just gets killed, I have to start again, and then do that a couple of times, I have to start the whole thing again. So um, that's why I never got on with GTA. Although I'd love to do heists with people, it's not the coolest thing. Yeah, I mean, it is. And each, you can set up your character to play whatever role you want. So um, your character, you can make them look however you want. You can give them any two different types of guns that you like. Like my character, for example, is like a technician sort of character where I've put the skills that I've earned. You earn like skill points at the end of each game. And I've put them all into my character can make the drills go quicker um, for the vaults and build it up that way, whereas other people's characters, they'll put it into sort of being more of a medic role and be able to throw down health kits or um, like a limited number. Or uh, like my character is more of a safe cracker as well, so he can set up these like C4 charges, just put them on a vault door or on any door really, and it will just blow the door up. And yeah, it's just a, a really good game. Really, really good game. Cool, that's payday too. Um, we might as well get it out of the way. Nezzy, Elite Dangerous. You and Dan, go crazy. <laughs> how, how much Elite Dangerous are we allowed to talk about? I can't. My, my issue is I've got such a terrible memory that I can't remember what I spoke about last week or I can't tell. I can't remember the stories at all last Just week. Just keep in mind that we are about 20 minutes behind because of uh, right. technical difficulties. Right. right. Cool. I'll be quick. I got my hotas <laughs> and it's just the most amazing thing. Like... It was, it was good. The game was good before. Again, I'm playing on the Xbox. It was good before controlling it with a, a pad, which took some getting used to anyway. But I didn't realise how good this would actually be. So I got the Hotas, put the game, got, got dead excited, put the game on. I thought, right, I'll just go to my game and take my ship off. I couldn't again. I couldn't even take off. I like crashed my ship <laughs> into the docking station that I was in. I was like, okay, I learned this story last week. You can't just figure stuff out in this game. So then I had to go. I went back and redid the flying tutorials. I redid um, with my Hotas. Did the um, fighting tutorials of my Hotas, and it just it totally changes the game. It like it adds like um, just like a, a couple of extra dimensions of movement because you've got more control. Like so, you can go like directly sideways. You can go up down with just buttons. You can thrust forward. You can use your joystick to change where you're pointing to. Probably done a terrible job of explaining. So if anyone who's into flying is probably disgusted at my explanation of how these things work. Um, but it, it, it's just so much more immersive now. So still playing the same game. I made a little, um, a little backstory for my character um, that he's just woke up in the middle of space and he just wants to get back to Earth. And in order to get back to Earth, you have to have a, um, a special license from the Federation. So I've been doing these Federation missions around this little star system, flying and delivering various things to different uh, um, to different space stations and I've been leveling up. I'm now a midshipman as a, on the Federation. I need to work my way to an officer so I can get that pass to go back into the Sol system where Earth is. Um, but I've just been just absolutely loving flying with the Hotas. It's just a, a totally different experience. It's it's harder and easier at the same time. Um, it's easier because you have more control over your ship. You have more buttons. 
you have more things that you can move at the same time. But obviously with that added level of complexity means there's just more to learn. So there was a little bit of a learning curve for it. But now I'm just flying into space stations and landing like really quickly and kind of smoothly it could be a little smoother still um and every now and again it does still go wrong um but it's just it's just a lot a lot of fun i try to do um the little arena thing as well mm. um you know the, the combat one because i thought i want to see what this is like with combat and i don't do combat in my actual ship because i'm always on a mission and i never want to lose my stuff um, but I tried to join that. The lobbies, and it was it was a ridiculous clock in the morning, but I was trying to join the lobbies, and it was just never finding me a lobby. So I, d- I don't know why that might be. I don't know if maybe not many people play it on the Xbox. Highly unlikely. I don't know, but I've not had a chance to actually um, fight people in yet, so that's the next thing that I'm going to be looking forward to um, um, to doing with my HOTAS. Um, but it's cool. I've got like a reclining sofa in my living room, and like my TV. My TV is like quite high up on the wall, and it slants down a little bit. Um, and the whole task comes as one, but you can actually take it apart. So you've got the thrust lever on one side, the left side, and you've got the joystick on the right side. So you can take them apart and have one like on either side of you. So I've got like my reclining sofa with like my thrust lever on the left, my joystick on the right, and my TV right in front of me. And it just feels like I'm in an actual spaceship. I don't look like I'm so proud of you. I know, I know, it's exactly, and I've had to like pull down the, um, you know, like draw the curtains because it's just me, a fully grown man in my pajamas with like my headphones on, <laughs> my little seat that I've made for myself in the living room. Um, but yeah, but my wife, my wife, funny enough, like my wife, the first night I got it out, my wife went upstairs and she was just like, oh, I'll just leave you to play with it. And I was like, come down and have a look at it. Come down and have a look at it. So she did. Um, and I was like, right, I did the tutorial missions. And I was like, oh, you have a go. And on the tutorial missions, you have to fly like through 21, um, one of the ones, like 21 gate things. And like literally it took her like maybe 10 minutes to get through the first one, like using using the HOTAS. But then by the end of it, and she she was not interested in playing it. I was she was just humoring me because she's lovely like that. Um but by the end of it she was absolutely loving it. And she was like flying really slow like through all of the um through all of the gate points but she was doing it and then I asked her about it today and she was like you know, at first I like really didn't want to play, but by the end of it, I really enjoyed it. So she really enjoyed the experience as a mostly non-gamer. Um, so it was fun. That was something that we can do together as well. And hopefully she'll play a little bit more of it. And because she enjoyed it, maybe she doesn't judge me quite as harshly for being a man who sets up a fake spaceship <laughs> in his front room. <laughs> but then for like all the days since I've had it, she, uh, I come down and she's like, are you going to go and get your spaceship out? I'm like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I'm I'm absolutely love, loving playing it with a Hotas, and um, I'm just it's just a little time sink at the moment. So that's that's me in Elite Dangerous. Awesome, Dan. Do you have anything to add? Um, yeah, I've just jumped back in after a long break, and a few things have changed. But I'm 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 sucked right back in again. I, I've basically played pretty much that this entire week. It really started off when um, uh, just chatting in the Discord with Mark Annex about the uh, Stream Deck and then finding a way that you can actually have the Stream Deck work with the game so it actually changes the icons based on what's happening in the game. And, yeah, I, I'm just sucked straight back in again. And I'm going on a massive, God, I, can't, I think it's 16,000 light-year trip at the moment. How many jumps are you on so far? 
Uh, it's 900 and something, 940 jumps, I think, to start with. I've got 640 left. That's crazy. Damn. But that's really only half of it because she's going to want to get back home, this person I'm taking. So, so yeah, I'll have to do another 900 and something jumps back to to where I picked so, her up. I did, I did want to ask you about this because you did say in the Discord that you had 900 jumps. So I, I, do you just land and then just do the next jump are you just chaining the jumps just sat there chaining jump after jump after jump yeah so i jump into a sector if it's the right kind of star i've got a fuel scoop so i can get you know refuel going around the star yeah and uh i'm scanning the area so i can get data of all the planets and stuff i've discovered a load of planets that will have my name on them now uh well when i get back and sell the data i'll have my name on them unless someone else has beat me to them obviously um so I get a load of credits for that. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, go to a system, scan it, see if there's any cool planets, jump to the next system, rinse and repeat. And so how, how many hours do you reckon of actual gameplay it'll take, do you think it'll take you? For, Android, for those who might not be familiar with Elite Dangerous, 900 jumps is a ridiculous amount. The little missions that I've been doing are like four jumps. Yeah. And if I see one, it's like seven jumps, and I'm like, oh, it's not worth it for seven jumps. So <laughs> to be doing a mission for like 900 jumps just absolutely blew me away. Yeah, and my, well, my ship jumps 20 light years, so it's uh, they're quite long jumps as well. Um, yeah. yeah, that's probably going to take me a week and a half, maybe. And, wh- and, what's, the, and what's, the, what's the payoff? What's the re- reward um, at the end of well, it? Well, the mission's 16 million. Plus, I'll probably get about that again for all the data. So, I'll probably get about 32 million. And my Explorer rank will be hopefully I'll make it to Elite in Explorer rank, which would be nice because oh, then so I get to go to a place where I can get 10% off all the ships. That's what I need to do now. I want to buy another cool ship. I just want to keep playing. That's what I'm going to do. As soon as I get off air, I'm going to go settle my spaceship in my front room again and be straight back into it. Yeah. Close the curtains and close the door. <laughs> I'll be honest, the, mo- the more uh, chat that there is on Discord about Elite Dangerous, the more I am intrigued to find out what the fuck. Just yeah, I mean, dive in. The great thing is you can make it what you want it to be. So if you just want it to all be about combat, then you can do that. But I quite like going out and exploring. And I also really like playing a video game whilst watching something. And it's the perfect game for doing that because nine times out of ten, there's you, 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 know, you're not, you don't have to be 100% focused on the game. Unless you're in combat. Um, so, yeah, I'm watching YouTube and stuff on Netflix and things whilst I'm playing it. And just really chilled out. I've been, it's a nice um, way to waste a day. I've been with my headphones on. I just have, like, the Spotify app through Xbox One. I've been listening to some chilled reggae, just riding through space. I'm in the time of my life. Just <laughs> no, absolutely I mean, loving it. It's been just so nice. I try to listen to a few podcasts as well. Yeah, it's a similar vibe. Yeah. But yeah. I played that. I prefer Elite. It's more, it's more simulation than um no man's sky because i do have no man's sky as well and um I, I was i did have an itch for a space game and i've had it for a little while and the plan was to get in back into no man's sky um because it's got the nice um series x update as well where the planets look a lot cooler than they did but um for some for some reason i just picked up elite dangerous and then um i've just really i've just really got into that for now so no no man's sky Oh, well, fair enough. Elite Dangerous. Any, any more to add on Elite Dangerous? No, but I think you should give it a go. I really do. I will at some point. As I say, it's, it's downloaded. It's ready to go. I just uh, <laughs> haven't. Plus, I, I finished, I finished um, Watch Dogs Legion, uh, which brings me oh, yeah. to 
what I'm about to say. Uh, so I've got, uh, yeah, I can, I've freed up a game. So who knows? I might give it a go. Right. So yeah, Elite Dangerous. Watch Dogs Legion. I have completed it. Um, I know we've already discussed Watch Dogs Legion a couple of times on previous shows, so I'm not going to go into too much detail. Uh, but I will give you a final summary. The story, uh, although falling somewhat into who fucking cares ability towards the early and mid section, it ended pretty well. Um, you know, it, it, was, it was fairly good. Um, the last arc to re-grabbed me and it, uh, it ended on some good, if a little predictable, story beats. How long did it take to do the game? Uh, 30. 30 hours. Wow. Okay, so, I'm like 75 hours in. I know, and yeah. I'm still in the middle of the story. <laughs> There's a lot of things I've not done because I can't be bothered. I, I can't be asked to in keepy ups with a football. I've not done any um, uh, those beat em up things. Yeah, I'm like, going for the platinum, though. No, I'm, I'm not bothered about that. I've, I've done a story. <clears throat> There's a few side story bits as well, like character missions I've not done, which I might go back to. Um, cool. But anyway, so as I got uh, deeper and deeper into the game, I became victim to more and more bugs. Floating pedestrians, cargo drones not arriving when you summon them, uh, floating guns as if held by an invisible man. There was one stronghold I had to infiltrate and hack, but when I got in there, there was no one there. It's <laughs> <laughs> empty. I could have organised a rave and no one would have been any the wiser. You scared them away. They knew you were coming. Yeah, obviously. Oh, my God, he's here, everyone. <laughs> Hide in the cupboard. Um, yeah, so that was a bit weird. Um, so gameplay was fast, fluent, responsive for the most part. Stealth was fine without being brilliant. Combat was fine without being brilliant. Driving was fine without being brilliant. But I found myself fast traveling everywhere and rarely stole a car. That's just, yeah, just hopping from one place to the other just to get it done. I did like the spy car though. It was fast. It's got like homing rockets on it. Uh, it looks like an Aston Martin. Uh, so that's good. I like that. Hacking drones though inside enemy territory was frustrating. So you hack it. There's this drone floating there. You hack the drone. It continues to hover there, uh, nice and peacefully. Nothing else has happened. It's just still there, but you have control of it. All of a sudden, all the enemy knows it's under control and just will try and destroy it. It's like, there's, there's no reason for people to do that. Everyone's like, oh my God, it must be an enemy drone now. It's like, well, I've, I've, I've not done any kind of hostile action yet. And everyone's trying to shoot it down. So that was a little irritating. Graphically, it's beautiful. As you'd expect from a Ubisoft game. Voice acting, with the exception of a few players, a few good voices in there, sounds like they were recruited from a local youth theatre programme for Chavs. <laughs> it's uh, yeah the, the voices they also seem like they're they've all been like recorded and then randomly thrown onto random characters they, they just don't fit it's uh it's very jarring sometimes uh when you've got like a, it- a, a like a, a chav looking person who sounds like the queen or you've got this really posh businesswoman who sounds like a chav i think that'd be funny that i think that would enhance the game for me it make me laugh it is it's, it's <laughs> funny at first but um yeah the well, the worst part of the game, by far, which it made me roll my eyes every time I witnessed it, was character movement. So I played predominantly as the, the spy and the assassin. Uh, the two women, and I'm not um, criticising women in games at all, 
So these two women, who, despite skills in spying, killing, hand-to-hand combat, driving, climbing, hacking, they walk around like they're wearing high heel shoes whilst trying to keep her farting. It just it <laughs> takes you out of it. They just sort of hop around like, ugh, like as if they're carrying a bag with a little chihuahua inside it. It just doesn't yeah. seem to go. Even when you dress that them up into cool, cool clothes... They just they walk around like that. Oh, it, that jars yeah. me because when I'm when I'm a character, I want to feel cool and powerful, mm. like don't fuck with me kind of thing. That's that's what I, I really like in games is when you, you walk around and you, you you know you look like a badass. You walk like a badass. That's why Assassin's Creed's so good. They've got the walk just nailed. The Assassin's Creed walk when you're walking through a town or whatever is great. Yeah. Yeah. So when it's doesn't work like that it's uh yeah it sort of takes you out of the game a little bit but overall um it's a solid effort uh there's certainly it's it's fun it's it's a solid game despite its flaws and i'm going to give it seven out of ten any questions i saw um john i think you put, did you put on twitter like a video well, you asked a question about the favourite car in a game and you put a video of you driving. I assume it's that spy car from the way that Jay's just described it. Um, and it just looks really fun and it looks really good. The driving looks really good and the seat looks really good. And I do really want to play this game. I think this is going to be one of those games that I'm going to, I'm going to pick it up really cheap because it, it yeah. will be by the time I get it. And it's just going to be absolutely amazing value for money for what I get it for. So I'm looking forward to playing it. The Aston Martin spy car, spy car it's, it's awesome. Most of the vehicles in the game are a bit bland, they're a bit crap, they're a bit slow and chunky and clunky and whatever, but the spy car is, is genuinely awesome, so I'm quite happy about that. Um, but it's not as awesome as my living room spaceship. Absolutely not. <laughs> no. Nor the, uh, the looks on the neighbours' faces as they walk past your window. <laughs> I might start making them call me Commander. I thought I might, I might put like some little, some little badges like I'm a pyjamas, make some like commander pyjamas. What is that? What the fuck is that? Make my whole family proud of me. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so that's Watch Dogs Legion. I like it. It's good. It's not great, but it is good. It's a solid game. Yeah. Do you have anything to add, John? Uh, not really, no. Um, I agree with... Uh, pretty much all of what you said um like i've got uh, i recruited this old lady um because she had this enormous machine gun uh for some reason and um she didn't speak like a chav like it, it, it did fit and i think a lot of this game a lot of what's wrong with it like with the voices and the movement and stuff is um that they've tried because they've made it where you can play as literally anyone that you can see even if you go into a pub, you can play as like the people behind the bar and things like that. Because of that, it's there are these, they have tried to do one size fits all with things like the walking and their voices. It's really jarring when they don't match. Like you get someone speaking like they're out of kid or hood with some really bad chavy accent, but they just, it doesn't match how they look at all. Um, but uh, yeah, like I've got this old woman who's got this enormous machine gun. And when I recruited her, it said that apparently she moves slower. And one of the perks, not perks, but one of the things from her character is that she can also just spontaneously die um, because of her age. Um, so <laughs> I, I recruited her anyway because, like, she had this, like, 
proper like LMG gun and I thought that'd be good for the turrets and things like that. She still hasn't died yet. But even though she's old and she moves slow, she runs slightly slower. This I only noticed this after I spoke to uh, Verbal Rub from the Boss Wave. When she climbs a drain pipe or when she's climbing over roofs, she's doing it like she's about a 20-year-old sprinter. <laughs> <laughs> Like, she goes from being this, like, slow old woman to suddenly just being Usain Bolt. Like, it's ridiculous. But apart from that, very realistic game. (laughs) She's got a background in parkour when she was young. (laughs) But, yeah, that's all I've got to say about it, really. You've got to take it with a big dollop of salt, I think. I mean, it's it's fun. It's it's a good game. I'm going to play Watch Dogs 2. I've got that downloaded as well. Uh, got that free through through Epic a few months ago, so um, I'll give that a go at some point soon. Compare and contrast. Um, cool. John, we might as well keep with you for uh, FIFA 21. Okay, I won't spend too long talking about this, but um, I've started FIFA 21 again. Uh, I'm in career mode. I am trying to stream it and uh, stream a few matches each day on our Twitch channel. Go and subscribe and follow it, please. Um, and, yeah, I'm starting with Bolton Wanderers, the mighty Bolton Wanderers in League Two, and I'm trying to get them to winners of the Premier League or Champions League, depending on how long I stick with this. And, yeah, it's FIFA. I don't really know what else to say. Great. Why did you choose Bolton? Uh, because I wanted to go with someone in League Two, and I thought... Well, years ago they were in the Premier League. I'm going to get them back there. Um, and as soon as I started playing with them, I thought, why have I chosen these? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I used to got... work for uh, Bolton. I uh, did hospitality mm-hmm. with them. I worked in the um, the presidential suite for um, for a time. And every time the uh, uh, the president of the club would come back into the room, we'd have like a buffet and everything all nice it's very very posh he'd go oh, i don't know why i do this it's bolton it's just awful <laughs> every single game it was it was a loss it was i think they got relegated that season that i was there and he just he just came in just oh this is just i don't know why i do this why am i here <laughs> why don't i hear these, these people <sighs> sorry, yeah, sorry well, i just want to that... share that <laughs> No, that's way more interesting than what I was saying anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I, I feel his pain. I've been a bit of fan for God knows how many years. Like I feel his pain. We've only just got good recently. But yeah, I'm playing FIFA. Um, yeah, I'm enjoying it. And uh, yeah, the end. <laughs> Great. <laughs> so that's FIFA 21. Neji, we'll go back to you. Um, what else did I put on there? I put in. I have been playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla, and I'm still enjoying that. But that's just more on the same. I'm slowly working my way through it, but I'm doing mostly Elite Dangerous. I've not done a great deal on it. But another game that I have played is I found a disc copy of Lego Marvel. Um, so I found that, and I've got. I have three children. Um, two. The two youngest boys. One's two. One's four. And I thought, oh, this will be something that I can play with my four-year-old. Um, so yeah, so I'm doing a bit of couch co-op with him. So it's, yeah, so that's Lego Marvel, and this is a fun game. And I don't know if it's I have very I'm I'm not the most patient of people. And I don't know if it's because I'm playing it with a four-year-old, but this game is not easy. Like it's easy because it's a Lego game, I guess. 
but there's just loads of times where I'm just we got stuck on points. I was just like, what do I do here? Like, where do I go? I just don't know where to go, and I, I just kept on getting stuck and stuck with my four year old. So I, I, in I've probably done about three levels with him. And I've probably looked on like guides about five times to get through like the first three levels of Lego Marvel. So it's not really done a lot for my self-esteem and my opinion of myself as a gamer. Um, but the game itself, it's Lego. Um, I'm not a big superhero fan. I've seen maybe I think the first Avengers film, which I thought was good. I think I watched the second and I was a bit like, nah. And I've seen one or two of the others, but I'm not a superhero guy. Um, because my kids are, I thought it'd be good for them. Um, but he's got that same old, you know, Lego humour, which is fun to play. The game looks great because it just has to be Lego and it does it really, really well. Um, there's like, there must be nearly a hundred superheroes or variations of different superheroes on there. So my son's absolutely loving it because he can switch between being Spider-Man and switch between, be between, um, Hulk, and we're playing in co-op, and he does that quite well. Um, you're on the same screen. Um, it does a quite cool thing that if you separate, it separates a screen in in like a, in a in a pretty good way. So like the the co-op experience is a good one. Um, yeah, so I've been playing that with a little four year old, and he's been having a lot of fun. I've been having as much fun as you can have playing with a four year old who is just really starting to play on computer games. He plays on anim- he plays on my wife's Animal Crossing quite a lot, which is quite funny because he, she just spends like the night like building her island and doing all nice things, and then he gets on it in the day and just destroys everything <laughs> and sells everything. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it's quite funny. Um, so he plays that. So another annoying thing is that he's used to um, Nintendo, so he's used to the A and the B being in the opposite mm. direction, and I found this going the other way. I pretty much don't like playing on the Switch because I cannot get used to A and B. I can't get used to A being back and B being forward. So I pretty much hardly ever play on the Switch. So then when my son's playing on the um on the Xbox, and again he's four, so it's not you know, he's only a little tiny thing. But like I'm like press B and he presses A. If I say press A and he press B. So I've got that coupled with the fact that he's four and the fact that this game is actually pretty complicated in parts. If you if you haven't figured out what to do, so it's been an equally fun and equally frustrating experience. But I am looking forward for my son to just get maybe when he gets like five or six and it becomes a bit of a slightly less frustrating experience of us playing together. But that's been me playing Lego Marvel. Probably yeah. still better well, than Marvel yeah, Avengers though. Was in the film or the no the, the 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 game that came out last year? Yeah, that's supposed to oh, suck. Yeah, I've got I've got a couple of friends of mine play that, and I toyed with the idea, but they play it. But it's like a loot game thing, and I'm, I'm on a Discord server with them, and there's a few of them that still play it. And on that game, I think like every now and again they release like new outfits and stuff, or like a new level to do and then you get like a reward at the end of it and i they're getting really excited about and again and maybe it's just because i'm not a superhero person but like there'll be like some random superhero they'll be like taking a picture of like a new t-shirt that like they've got for like doing like a four-hour gaming session just to get like a different colored t-shirt and i was like <laughs> how are you guys getting so excited over new jumpers for superheroes so yeah, I don't think that's kind of my kind of game, um, but some people like it. 
The Lego games, though, it's, it's a very good um, entry point for kids, isn't it? Mm. It's simple, yeah. but it's really charming. It's really fun. And you can do co-op. So yeah. You, so you can get to spend like time with them and that. It, it, it is cool. He, um, like, he loves it. Like the, As the story develops and unfolds, and like, like at the start of it, there's like Sandman, and like the level design is really good, and there's like sand coming out of everywhere, and you know, the Hulk is massive, and he grabs things and smashes stuff. So like, to my son, like, you know, getting to be Iron Man and flying around New York City, or getting to be Spider-Man and be able to just switch between them and stuff, to, to my son, and even my two-year-old, who also started liking um, superheroes, like to them, it's just the most amazing thing. And like you say, it's there's loads of things in the game, um, and there is complexity to it. But there's also it's it's also really simple as well. So it's like like you say, it's a really good entry point. Um, and for what little they put in with what they're allowed to do, they get like a lot back out of the game. So it is definitely a really great game to play with kids, and it's a really good couch co-op experience that you can play mm. with them. So from that aspect, it is, and, and and it is still funny for me who doesn't really like Marvel or superheroes. I'm still enjoying them telling the story in the Lego way that they do because they, that's what they're really good at. So um, so yeah, I definitely recommend it to play with to play with family members or play with kids, even if it is one of the lego from like one of the films or franchises that you're not massively into you probably still will have some fun playing it yeah i've played this um i've played it and i, I really liked it uh, you're right though there were parts where i got really stuck like i'm a big marvel fan um and i really enjoyed it but yeah i had to look up a few parts because there are some parts that are just so difficult cool it's lego marvel yeah. um yep dan you've been playing actually we've both been playing uh, star wars battlefront 2 Yes, uh, mainly because it was free, and probably yes. still is free at the moment <laughs> over on Epic. Um, yeah, it's a bloody beautiful game, um, but I is. suck at it. That I do too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know why I found it so much harder to actually get kills than in anything else. Like Call of Duty, uh, Battlefield, fine, uh, absolutely fine in those games, but Star Wars Battlefront 2, I suck balls. <laughs> It doesn't help, I, I, but it throws you straight into all these like level fucking billion people. You know, just, yeah. there's no um, control over who you get put in with, so you just get battered oh. and battered and battered. And the only way you're going to get kills is to just keep getting battered until you slowly, slowly get better. And then you get better cards, so you can have better weapons and grenades and whatever else, which just rewards the good players. Yes, that's yeah. basically that, it. Yeah, that can already kick your ass. <laughs> Like when, yeah. I, when I was playing it, I said this uh, when we were playing it, I felt like a toddler getting thrown into a battlefield. <laughs> yeah, it, it certainly does feel like that. And um, uh, there isn't, doesn't seem to be very much you can do about that at all. So, yeah, maybe maybe if I actually complete the campaign, that might help a little bit. I might get a bit better at the game. Yeah, maybe that's that's the way to go, just so they get used right. to everything. Yeah. Yeah, because there's loads of symbols. You, you pick up, like, these bonuses or whatever they are, these, and they're just symbols, and you're like, well, what the hell does that mean so you have to sort of yeah. press them in the game just to see what this symbol did like it would boost you up or whatever yeah it's um yeah i really want to like it you know i i, I like the star wars universe I, i've had the original star wars battlefront 2 was one of my favorite games um, great game i love that game yeah but but this one uh oh, maybe i'm getting old 
<laughs> I have what? played most what? of the uh, the single player, and it is very good. I'm quite impressed with the single player mode, so I'd give that a go. I've barely touched the single player. What's the difference between the original? Because I hear a lot of people love the original. Um, I didn't really play it, I don't think. But everyone loved the old ones, but not so keen on the on the new ones. What's the what's the the key difference between the two that means well, people aren't enjoying it as much? The the remake of the first oh, sorry, Battlefront one, the new one, not the old one. Yeah, it didn't have any ship to ship stuff, so people got really pissed off with that. They brought that back into Battlefront two, so it's a lot better. In fact, it's a, you know it's similar. It's very similar. Um, obviously, it looks completely different and it plays a bit different. Yeah, it, it's they've done much better on the second one than they did on the first one. I think most people were pissed off with the first one purely because it didn't have any ship-to-ship combat. I'm not even sure if I had any flying whatsoever, come to think of it. Nezzy, do you mean the original Xbox versus the new ones? Yeah, I do, yeah. yeah. I think the original one, it was just simple. It was a simple construct. You just There was no loot things or anything. You didn't have to worry about all that crap. You just... You got what you got yeah. and you shot people or you didn't or you died or whatever and it just that was it yeah. but it was great because there was there was no complication it was just fun mm. it was just fun yeah you just get used to the maps you get used to where the, the good things are you get the sort of the lay of the land and you just go for it, it was, uh, yeah one thing I mean, we, we both had issues playing it it wasn't as simple as just starting the game and playing it you couldn't get connected and your connection kept crapping out oh my connection was awful i don't know what was going on and I couldn't use the mouse um, <laughs> until, well, until I um, had to turn off um, the origin overlay. You're not so in the origin house. game, you have to turn off the origin overlay. So I'm not going to use my hot ass for a third-person shooter. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe for the flying bits, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it just seemed ridiculous that an EA game doesn't work with origin, with the <laughs> overlay. And so I had to go and to turn that off. But the thing is, I couldn't turn that off because for some reason I was in restricted access mode. I couldn't get out of that. And the only way to get out of that was to quit Origin and the game, restart Origin, enable restricted access mode, then turn it off again, and then restart Origin again, and then start the game. I mean, that is ridiculous. Yeah. I, I can understand if it was a third-party game not playing well with the overlay but it's it's their own freaking store <laughs> so often so often i start pining for a pc and a gaming pc and i start thinking about it then i just hear a tiny little story like that with these little annoying frustrations and i just think no i just want to be able to put my game in and press play job done without all yeah, this pc 99 of pc games they run when you want them they're fine and they look better and they play yeah. better Period. But Just you make sure you've got it on Steam. <laughs> yeah, yeah, get it from Steam. Don't get it from Origin. Oh. Or, or if it's free on Epic. Yeah, yeah, certainly. And there's so um, many more PC games than there are console games. I mean, most oh, of them are shit, but still. Some of them are incredibly shit. Um, Have you seen the one on Steam called Wank Simulator? No, I haven't. <laughs> I was going to buy it, so yeah. I was going to talk about it on the, sh- on the show, but... Uh, <laughs> I didn't really want it, on my, it. in my Steam library. Or am I really going to look this up? Please do. Okay. <laughs> it's really good. If you're out there, um, buy yeah, Wank Simulator. Oh, you can get it in VR as well. It's 79p, yes, store, right? Wow, <laughs> I was watching a video, and the, the guy's just going around into a church and then wanking on this old woman and then running out the church and going somewhere else and then wanking on them and then running around town just wanking on people. <laughs> That's Very the game. realistic, man. That's mm, it. That's the game. Really. 
You just can't do that with COVID now. So I guess it's just a way for people to get back to their old normal. (laughs) (laughs) It looks like you can also blow up cars with wheelie bins. So, you know, that's fun. Well, yeah, a bit of depth there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Two Uh, go hand in hand. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, this looks like the the poor relation to goat simulator. That's um, not saying much. I, I don't think I'm going to get it. 79p, it's too expensive. Uh, 71p at the moment. 71p, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, getting it. <laughs> yeah, it's 90% off. It's normally £7.19. Jeez. Worth it. I wonder how much money that's made, the person. I wonder if it's sold. You don't have to sell that much. How long? You, you can see it. I've not looked it up. How long do you reckon that took a person to make a game? Uh, 20 minutes. Uh, I, yeah, it's hard to tell. I don't know. I, don't know how many assets they flipped to make this. <laughs> you reckon it probably, it probably made them money, though? Yeah, it's probably still making them money at, at 71p. Um, I, I wonder how well it's... Anyway, uh, back, back to um, yeah, Star Wars. Uh, oh, yeah, we were yeah, talking I about mean, Star Wars, weren't we? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, 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 it's all right. Um, I... I I think I think the problem we've got is we've left it far too late to play it. So everyone that is playing it, they're like hardcore gamers that play nothing but that game and are really good at it as a result. And there doesn't doesn't seem to be a, a difficulty setting when when there's like you're doing co-op. It's just sort of thrown in. There's no yeah. like, do you want to try an easy version and, and then go to medium hard whatever. It's just it's just fucking insane you've got to hold these areas you just get overrun you got to fall back to the next area that gets overrun you fall back to the next area that gets overrun and then the game just tells you you're shit you should just go home <laughs> but i did enjoy it when my when my connection was stable for those brief periods i did enjoy it um, yeah yeah it's just it's just a bit overwhelming i think yeah definitely and it, it i mean it helps a lot when you know the maps um and and obviously we didn't didn't know the maps. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, play yeah, the single player. Game, single player is good. I, I I will try to. So yeah, so that is Star Wars Battlefront Two. Uh, I will I will finish with a game um, that was recommended to me by Batch Gamings and My Tated Brain. And I think Dan, you mentioned uh, you played this as well. Yeah. Um, and that is a game called Dead Cells. What is Dead Cells? You ask. Well, <laughs> Dead Cells is a roguelike, metrovanian-inspired action platformer. You'll explore a sprawling, ever-changing castle, assuming you're able to fight your way past its keepers in 2D... uh, Sorry, in 2D Souls-like combat. Whatever the hell that is. No checkpoints. Kill, die, learn, repeat. Um, So that is Dead Souls. So yeah, so after playing a level for 20, 25 minutes dying and then finding myself back at the uh, friggin beginning i uh, found myself thinking <laughs> however on reflection i did go back for one more i mean it's it's fast it's colorful you know, the game for what it is it's, it's basically a, a mega drive era looking game uh, but it's fun uh, it is a fun game um will i go back to it again possibly I'm not really sure. It's quite it hard, isn't it? Yeah, once well, I think once you know that you you know you should not die because you've got to go all the way back. I think isn't it like a game where you have to like be careful, like you have to take your time a little bit with what you're doing. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, you're, you're more cautious. Yeah. I just went full on. Um, yeah, I didn't really. Get, 
I thought you'd get to like a certain certain section and it'd be a checkpoint or whatever. So I was just going in and going, ah, die, ha ha, Um And it, 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 I did quite well of it actually. I got you know, 20, 25 minutes in. Uh, I'm not sure how long the actual thing is. Dan, do you know? Uh, no, I've not got to the end. But if you go quickly through the first level, uh, you get bonuses for, for doing that. You can unlock stuff. Um, and when you get far enough, you can actually unlock things that will make it easier as you continue. So you get like right, upgrades okay. that you can keep. And apparently the level changes, doesn't it, or something when, when you go for yeah, a second? Yeah, it, it's, uh, it, it, it changes each time you play it. So. Um, no idea what's going on in it. It's, it's you're just a pixelated guy going from left to right. Yeah, I mean there, there are doors and things where you get little clues and like, hints of a story, but um, I haven't got very far into it myself. I've, I think I've gotten to like the third, yeah, the third scene, third so level where there's different. You're stuff. on the third level. You die. Do you go back to scene one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that's dead cells. <laughs> <laughs> right so that is what we've all been playing so we're going to move on to some uh, it's motherfucking quiz time we're going to get on to the metacritic quiz What is the Metacritic quiz? Well, we get a game review from Metacritic, we read it out, and the other hosts have to guess what the game is. It's as simple as that. So, the person going first today is... Dan. Okay, I'm going to give you guys an easy one. Um, And actually, it's on Steam, if that's all right. It's Dead Cells. No. <laughs> Gave it a thumbs down because the trailer advertised a blurred. Can't see what he wrote there. Only to find out this isn't actually in the game. Nope. Hope you like boxers because you aren't so much wanking as you are punching your bulgeless boxers. <laughs> wanking simulator. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, I can't give him 10 um, points for that. <laughs> well, you guys didn't say it. Okay, I'll do, I'll do no, the proper yeah, one. No, you can. I'm only joking. Yeah, fine. I don't mind. Either way. <laughs> I do. Those are my 10 points. No, you, you get your 10 <laughs> points. Otherwise, on that. Oh. You are fake news. Mommy! Oh, no, pressing the uh, the wrong numbers. They're all hotkeys. Sorry. You and hotkeys, eh? I know. Oh, John is Bloody hotkeys. Hell. Well done, Nezzy. Congratulations <laughs> on getting that one right. It's your go. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Here's mine. This one is a Metacritic, and it's it's... Oh, what's the score that it got? It got 52 meta score. Okay, so here is the review. What can I say? This is not something I wish to see from a game published in 2008. Let's start with the good points. The main menu is very nice. That gives the one point. Game looks pretty decent in terms of graphics, but what doesn't nowadays? Problem with the graphics is that they don't run very well. I consider my PC somewhat high-end, but still the mouse look drags. Sounds are average, music is good, but why the music stops playing when the game loads? And talking about loading, it does this all the time. 
loading times taking ridiculously long and I think I was looking for the loading screens more than the actual gameplay during the first 15 minutes. Really, that's a really boring review, but anyway, <laughs> let's take an example. You walk in a cube jungle for about 50 meters, load 30 seconds. You find a person, talk to him or her, load 30 seconds. You find yourself in a plane, take a picture of your camera, load 30 seconds. You are again talking with the same person as before, 30 seconds. You're on a beach? Seriously? What the heck is this? Have the developers actually ever played this game? Because it is not a bit fun. There were some clues in there already. So 2008. Happens on a beach. A jungle. Uh, is it lost? Lost. Lost via Domus. 2008 release. Which I did play at the time. Oh, Fuck off. And it was. <laughs> Why are you mad, Jack? Because. We're experts. We're experts in our fame. I think they were lost at a game. Yeah, it was shit. It was basically the exact same as a TV series. They thought they knew they were writing the story, but in the end, it didn't actually make any sense or have any purpose. It was shit. Yeah, it was bad, especially when you have to like fight a black fog. Like, yeah. It's a game where literally you are fighting fog. <laughs> It was, and yeah. It's it's well worth it's well worth a YouTube to watch what it was because it is a weird, mad game. And there was even in the jungle, and it's a weird fog comes after you. It was weird, um, but yes, that was us via Domus. Uh, okay then. Uh, so was that Dan who got that? It was Dan. Well done, Dan. Congratulations. I was concentrating on the fact that uh, I forgot to put my uh, new quiz background on. <laughs> so it's, that's why it's kind of started midway through. Um, John, do you want to go next then, since those two have both done theirs? Okay. Um, right. This is the worst part of blank. The level design is so bad and frustrating. The high difficulty of challenges, I'm not talking about enemies specifically, don't even relate to the plot. Why the fuck do I have to play hockey to win eggs? What's the point if the plot is very simple to follow? Why do I have to spend hours to fly through loops and races if it's not even part of the story? I understand it's a mini game, but why is it so badly designed? In the first two games, it was fine, I have no complaints. But this is the worst one by far. And the level design is genuinely very bad. There are some good constructed levels, but most of them are badly performed and repetitive. I was very disappointed by this third game. You have to play hockey to get eggs. Hockey oh, came out in the year in the year 2000. 2000, what era? That's PS2 era? This one. Yeah, but this was... I'll give you the platform. I don't think that's really giving anything away based on that. Um, it was on the PlayStation 1. Third game. PS1. 2000. 
Is there... Free? No, not quite. Crash Bandicoot 3? No. Um... I'm going to need some clues. I'm going to need a clue. Okay. I can do a clue if you want. Yeah, you're going to have to do a clue. Okay. This, um, the character that is in the games is, um, wasn't a PlayStation mascot, but was very well known. So this is not some, like, obscure video game character. Um, like Tekken 3 or something like that? No. Uh, one of the games in this series, you'll get it when I say this, was remastered very recently. Byro? Yeah, which one? Arrow's Dragon Three. 3. Return of the Dragon. Year of the Dragon. And yeah, dragon. Year of the Year of the oh. Dragon, that's the one. Year of the Dragon. You are so googling this. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I went for, um, what, what did I say? Crash Bandicoot, because I thought it'd be a platformer. And I, and I thought, there's got to be another platformer, a PlayStation War, and it was, it was Spyro. I couldn't think of who else it was. What was the Dragon one on the Xbox? Like um, a platformer. Yeah. I can't remember one. I've never really been a big platformer for a long, long platform player for a long time. I'm sure it's 360. Oh, never mind. No idea. Uh, right. Um, I'll do mine. Uh, I liked everything about this game until the end. Last mission with game ending were one of the worst things that's happened to me ever! Metacritic score, 93. Released in 2012. Mass Effect 3. Correct. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well done. It was the ending. People moaning about the ending. Anytime yeah. I hear anything to do with the ending wasn't very good. I just know it's going to be Mass Effect 3. <laughs> Okay, so the league table as it stands now, Dan remains top with 59, Nezzy moves to second with 45, John drops to third, 42, and the less said about me, the better. Right. (laughs) So let us move on to... This week's topic of the week is what's the worst glitch or bug you've encountered? So, John, we'll start with you. Okay, um, I was playing Assassin's Creed 2 on the Xbox 360 when Assassin's Creed 2 first came out. And um, I walked into this villager, those villagers that run up to you and beg you for money and stuff. And she kept on walking into me. um, And I fell through the floor and was falling for a really long time. And then I landed in some water beneath the game, uh, beneath the world. And 
uh, basically uh, the in front of where I was could swim in any direction. There was nothing to like climb on that, that I could find. You could just keep swimming underneath. And like um, when I panned the camera upwards, you can see the villagers and things walking around like well above you. And you could see like um, parts of the buildings and things like that. Um, and the background basically all around in the sort of middle distance, I suppose you'd call it, it just looked like a, a sort of watercolor painting of like, the yeah like basically the background which was weird it was like built into almost like a dome or a skybox type thing where um you could just see that all the walls basically just looked like one big painting and that was that was probably the weirdest the weirdest glitch that's ever happened to me only ever happened to me once as well um and uh yeah it was it was pretty strange it must be pretty strange because it's I mean, how many games do we play that have glitches? And like this one's one that's definitely stuck with me as being memorable. Yeah, I've fallen for a few worlds um, in my time. Yeah, that um, happened to me in um, Cyberpunk recently. <laughs> of course it did. Yeah. <laughs> There's a few bugs in that game I've heard. Only <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>, a couple. <laughs> so would that be your weirdest uh, or worst, Dan? Or have you got another one? I had the horrific um, kind of skull faces in Assassin's Creed Unity. That was quite quite horrible to look at. It was yeah, you'd see all the teeth and the eye. It was, it was oh, like yeah, the, the textures videos. of the yeah. face had gone, and you just saw the eyes and the teeth. And <laughs> that and the damn car that keeps not spawning in Cyberpunk. That's pissing me off. Yeah, that'd be an annoying one. That it was quite a fun one recently. Actually, I was. Um, I just finished a mission in Cyberpunk and I uh, called my car because obviously it's in the future. They're self-driving. And uh, it got to a certain point and then that fell through the map and then it kept respawning just above and and falling through exactly the same bit of the map. Um, so, yeah, that, that's that's the funniest I've had recently. Uh, of course, Cyberpunk. Uh, that and levitating cigarettes. Oh, yeah, the levitating Me. cigarettes. Yeah. I can't answer this question without giving an honourable mention to Cyberpunk because obviously that was a game I was looking forward to, but it was so buggy for me that I stopped playing it. So I'm going to give that to an honourable mention. But the other game I will mention is Final Fantasy VIII. So this would have been when Final Fantasy VIII came out. I don't know when that would have been. I would say 2001, 2002, something like that. Um, and at the time, I think it was on the PS1, um, Obviously, uh, Final Fantasy VII had just been out, which was a pretty revolutionary game for me. Me and my mate absolutely loved it. So when Final Fantasy VIII came out, um, my PlayStation at the time was chipped and had a friend who said, I can get hold of Final Fantasy VIII. So it was like cost me like a tenner because it was like over four discs. So I got a copy, but it actually turned out to be a, a Japanese copy. Um so anyway, it wasn't in, it wasn't in Japanese. Um, it was just the Japanese version of the game. Um, so anyway, I'm playing this game. I absolutely love it. It's, I'd say it's my favourite. It's my favourite Final Fantasy. Um, but I've not finished it for this very reason. Um, so I was like on the fourth disc. Played it, played it, played it, played it as you do when you're a kid. Just hours and hours and hours and hours. I absolutely love the game. It got to like disc four. Um, like about three hours into disc four, it just kept on going to one bit and then just crashing. So I was like, oh, okay. So take the disc out, give it a little 
put, give it a little clean and stuff. And I was trying it over and over again, and I could just not get past this one point. So I was wondering if it was like my version of it. Um, I don't know what it was, but basically, just my version was just fucked and I just couldn't get past it and I think by the time I got to that point I couldn't get a, another copied version of it and I tried to just buy um, just a normal version of it to finish it but because I had the Japanese version the sale, the save wasn't compatible so I'd done something like 30 odd hours into this game which at the time when I was maybe like 16, 17 I, was, I wasn't I was a great completer of games back then I was really impressed that I'd got that far but yeah I got to this point so far into the story that I absolutely loved and I just could not get past it on my version. I couldn't buy, I couldn't get hold of another Japanese version at the time and I couldn't get the English version because the save didn't work. So I had to just abandon playing the game and it still haunts me to this day. And I've just seen, I've just seen that it's on Game Pass at the minute. Um, I want to start it again. Uh, but the age-old problem is that I have so many games to play. Um, but hopefully I will start this again and go back and get past that point that I got to when my game crashed because I have to do that before I die because it's on my bucket list because it annoyed me so much when I was a kid. Uh, with mine, has anyone played Overlord? Yeah, I've played yeah, it. Yeah, well, the first back. one. So yeah, it's the first Overlord. I can't, I can't remember when it was. Uh, 2006 something i don't know um but yeah so i was playing it uh, i played it for about 20 hours really enjoying it really fun game uh so the game auto saved or something just before a really hard bit when i was i had virtually no health so i went into this hard bit died and then the game put me right back in front of these uh, enemies that had killed me with the same amount of health and it just looped again and again and again <laughs> there was no going back there was no backup saves. There was no ability to go back and find, you know, go to another section. Um, it was like, uh, I don't know if you've seen The Simpsons, the, the Itchy and Scratchy episode where Itchy builds a scratchy cloning machine and then he builds a scratchy <laughs> killing machine and then just links them together. So that was it. The game was broken. I couldn't do anything else. That was 20 hours in, so that was that was all I played of it. Very, very upset. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's upsetting. Very yeah. upsetting stuff. I couldn't start it again. I just, I just I didn't have the will to do that. I had a similar situation on Dark Souls. I'll be quick with this. I can't remember. It, one of the bosses is like a, a, the big massive spider. I can't, it's something town. It's like the underground bit. I don't know if there's any Dark Souls players. It's like the underground bit, and you climb down and down, down all these wooden... Um, this wooden shanty town that's like underground. I don't remember what the place is called, but you have to just go down. And obviously, it's Dark Souls, so it's really hard. But you're just going down and down and down and down and down until you get to the bottom. And at the bottom, there's this huge spider. Um, so I got down there, was doing the spider. And with the Dark Souls bosses, you just have to keep going until you get better at it. So I was doing that with the spider, and each time getting better and better. I did it a few times. And then the sword broke. So I went from like doing, I don't know, I can't remember exact figures, but I went from like doing like 190 damage with my sword and I was just getting close to beating him to my sword breaking and I was doing something like four damage. And another, and, and, and the only way I could get like another weapon is to go all the way back up this ridiculous level. And I was just like, fuck that shit. And I love Dark Souls. I really do, but I just never got past that bit because that point I just thought that was just a bad level design because I, I could I don't even know how I would have made it back up because I only had one sword and it didn't do any damage so <laughs> it just left me in a really shitty situation and then I stopped playing it 
By the way, that random uh, round of applause I gave you in the middle, that was another hotkey um, incident. So apologies for that. <laughs> I thought oh, I was just have a telling a great story back. again. Like, yeah, I'm really enjoying the story. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to clap just as, you t- <laughs> as you're telling it. It's great. Um, right, so they're, they're ours. So let's move on to the community section. And now it's your time to shine. It's the community section. Are we doing good? Are we doing bad? We want to know. We want to hear from you. We want to hear from you. So lots of people have responded to um, the topic of the week. Uh, and we begin with Adam Alicki, who says, There's a mobile game I've been playing since it came out. Uh, in order to upgrade your castle, you need X amount of stones. In order to have X amount of stones, you need to upgrade your stone storage units. I need uh, 2 million stone to upgrade my castle. Uh, I can only store 1.8 million stone. I can't upgrade stone storage until I upgrade my castle. I can't buy anything to fix this. I can't upgrade anything. There is no premium currency or pack that will remedy it. The game has virtually stopped me from getting better or advancing. I have to ditch the game, but looking for something similar has been hard. And then there's an edit. Screw it. The game is called Mighty Quest for Epic Loot. Android. Don't waste your time. Uh, Thanks, Adam. There's nothing about, nothing about that game that makes me want to play it. <laughs> no, no. I, I, yeah, I, I'm not tempted. Not at all. Okay, I'll take the next one. Um, Dan Fletch, Dan Fletcher, um, the wrestling man, says, "Being quite lucky, I've never encountered a game-breaking bug. Some notable funny mentions, though, are T-posing in Fable Two. You kind of floated like you were a crucified Jesus when the jump-down animation didn't quite trigger for a few minutes." Your gun would be outstretched and you'd still be firing it accurately. Another funny glitch was in Mass Effect Andromeda. It was an in-game cutscene and somebody was on their deathbed conversing with Ryder and this floating enemy was in this heartfelt cutscene firing lasers at everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Making loud loud firing noises, but nobody was being damaged. (laughs) Yeah, Andromeda has a lot of problems, I remember, in the beginning. It's a great game. Um, now. <laughs> oh, it had one of them starts like... Um, like Cyberpunk did, where it, it was just jank as fuck. And you had weird... I mean, you had that weird teeth eye thing, and then you had just horrible life, uh, lifeless animations and all that kind of stuff. Luckily, and they fixed them. And the meme, yeah, yeah. yeah many, many a meme. <laughs> Um, but I I, rec- I I think it's a brilliant game. Uh, it's all fixed. It's all great. Uh, but yeah, thanks, Daniel. Uh, who's going to go with the next one? I'll go the next one. Go the next one. Okay, right. I am just going to read this out. It's from Batch is a little bitch, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think may have been edited on this document. And he says... <laughs> There were glitches that got caught in my live stream from a few years back playing GTA 5 online and the PS4 and on the PS4 and randomly outside my apartments a truck did a helicopter and exploded toward my character's penis and I believe that may be an apostrophe s and penis has been added to the end of that. I'm going to get the blame for this, but it wasn't me. <laughs> Thank you, Batch. Batch game. I can see it was you, John, because it's in the. 
I know, yeah. <laughs> I can see as you as you modifying it, I can tell you. Modifying it as you're reading it out. Uh-huh. Thank you, Bratch Gaming, for your message and we apologize that it's been disrespected so. Thank you. Just who the hell do you think I am? Okay, and last but not least, uh, Chris Matthews says, I only happened once, but it was hilarious. Playing Horde mode on Gears 2, the butcher knocked me into the scenery. I couldn't hit or be hit. I was just stuck there. Aren't glitches great? Oh, they're so much fun. One of my favourite things on YouTube is to watch gaming glitches, just a big like a montage of them. Games it's sprout, a good thing I think of, it is. Uh, good thing about, well, on the Xbox, well, on all of them, you know, you can just record stuff now so you can just say you know xbox record that or whatever the equivalent is on the playstation or pc so whenever you're like a cool glitch and stuff you can just make a quick video of it so that's cool you can enjoy glitches and yes, share them yes, now that is good i do like them you can do that on pc too yeah so there go on honestly right i know i talk too much but this on the subject of pc my wife this week she went i listened to the show this week and there was like there was a comment there was a comment that Jay made that I thought was really out of order. And whichever way you look at it, it's not okay to say something like that to you. And I was like, okay, oh, what is this? <laughs> so she said, at what point he said to you, you were talking about games. And he said, yeah, well, I'm a better race than you. <laughs> Did now, I? For those by that know, I am a black person. So my wife just my wife just thought she was like, this, uh, "Why would he ever say that to you?" So I had to I had to explain to my wife that the oh, it's the PC rate, yeah, that's the race. yeah. And like I was like a thing that PC players think that they're the best, and therefore they call themselves and everyone else calls them the PC master race, rather than it just being some really inappropriate racial comment. But I did laugh at that quite a lot. <laughs> a better race than you. For the record, Black Lives Matter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, Jeez. carry on. <laughs> I'm going to find it in soundbite. I'm going to find it in soundbite. That'll be your own soundbite. Is you just going? I'm a better race than you. <laughs> Please don't do that. <laughs> yeah, that's also the name of this episode. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Oh well, five podcasts. It was a good run. <laughs> So, everyone, including black people, if you would like to follow us, please follow us on Twitter at Joysticks and Chill. Join our Facebook group, Joysticks and Chill. Email us at podcast at joysticksandchill.com. Follow us on Twitch. Follow us on TikTok. Subscribe to the YouTube. Um, Leave us a message on Anchor. And please, please, please leave us a review on iTunes. No one except us has actually done that yet. Oh, I shouldn't have said that. You should have said everyone's doing it is the latest, hottest thing for anyone to be doing. Don't be left out. Leave a review. That's how you sell it. That's how I should have said it. Uh, yeah. What Nezzy said. We want to hear from you. <laughs> we want to hear from you. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Facebook. Email, Email us. Podcast at joystixandchill.com. Basically what I've just said, but with a little jingle behind it. 
Uh, right, let's move on to shout outs. Right, everyone, stop what you're doing and listen to me. It's time for the shout out, bitch. I'm going to shout out everyone who pleases me. Behold. John, you can go first. Okay, thanks. Um, I want to give a shout out to my awesome wife and daughter. Um, lockdown can be really difficult, but um, knowing that um, I get to be with both of them um, makes it much easier. Um, I want to shout out Mark Annix because he's just a fantastic, uh, fantastic bloke. Um, I have had the pleasure of meeting him as well. Um, and yeah, he's he's just brilliant. Like I've needed advice before. Um when a mechanic tried to uh, rip me off with my car and he's always just been really helpful. And yeah, he's, he's just a fantastic, fantastic bloke. Um, I want to shout out Stu as well from the Veteran Gamers because he's been sending me some of his house music mixes. I've been really enjoying those when I've been um, doing things around the house. And it's been a nice soundtrack to be doing things too. Uh, My Tainted Brain, I want to shout out as well, just because um, he always manages to... Um, entertain me or inform me at times with what they write on twitter rcgc sarah as well um i feel like was a little bit disappointed somewhat that uh, we started a tiktok <laughs> so um gonna give a shout out to her and uh last but not least fraser because i listened i'm really behind with podcasts at the moment i'm not up to date with any of them but i listened to the seal podcast and um fraser said some really lovely things about our show um, he'll be pleased to know that I am uh, in the process of ordering a new microphone as well. And um, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and I just really enjoyed the show. Like they basically just um, talk about pretty much anything. I mean, they had a conversation that was about thirty-five minutes, all about fixing a radiator, and it sounds. <laughs> To explain it to someone else, it would probably sound quite dull. But I found myself, <laughs> I found myself genuinely interested. Being someone that does not have a clue when it comes to DIY, like not a clue, even flat packing, like my wife does it because I would, I would not know where to start with DIY. I'm terrible at it. But uh, yeah, I actually enjoyed it. They've got a good show going over there. Um, so yeah, that's all of my shout outs. Cool. Yeah, the the Seal podcast is a very good podcast. I uh, I listen to to them every every week as well. Uh, they're always my walk the dog podcast. And yeah, I agree. They just they just talk like random crap that I'd normally never be interested in. Um, but somehow I listen and I'm engaged. So <laughs> well done for engaging me in a subject that I couldn't give a shit about normally. <laughs> Um, yes, yeah, so I, I will also shout out Marcanics for coming to the uh, the play date. It was only me, him, and Dan, uh, but you know we had fun for an hour or so. Um, and sorry to Sumu who he messaged saying he wanted to join, and um, I didn't see the message till after we'd finished. So join in next time. Um, veteran gamers, as normal, I will always shout out them. Uh, apologies for. Um, sabotaging your show slightly last week do seem to take exception to uh, Darth Vader coming on and um, advertising us so uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice um, yes so that, that'll that, that's me and uh, a general one to everyone who's on the discord uh, chatting away it's 90% um, elite dangerous now but uh, still <laughs> yeah I was going to 
shout out um, everyone on the Discord as well. Actually, it's um, it's growing really well. Um, there's there's quite a few people. If you're listening to this and you're not on our Discord, I recommend going to check it um, because there's it's not just Elite Dangerous, but but there's a bit of that there as well. <laughs> there's a bit of that. <laughs> Brilliant way of getting hold of us and best way to find out if we're planning to play anything. Absolutely. And uh, Nezzy, you can go last because you're black. <laughs> <laughs> you need to cut that out. That's ridiculous. <laughs> my phone just went off at that time as well with my Christmas ringtone. That's still not taken off. Uh, right, shout outs. I'm not going to shout you out because you're a massively racist person, Jen. But I want to shout out... Um, yeah, everyone in the Discord, like literally the Discord is it's like I go in there all the time. There's loads of great conversations about loads of different games going on and stuff. So yeah, if you're not already in the Discord, come and join. Uh, and I'll shout out all the people that are making the Discord um the cool place that it is. I will shout out the Elite Dangerous corner of the Discord. So that's been Mark Hanicks, who, like you mentioned, John, is just the most nicest and most helpful guy. So he sent me like his mapping for his hotas. Um, email that over to me with like some diagrams and things. Um, I'll shout out our very own Hardy Dan as well because so you've been giving me tips on what to do and where to go on Elite Dangerous, and I really appreciate that. Chopper Kelly as well has been in there, and he's on Xbox as well. So I'm going to try and um, we are friends on Xbox. I'm going to try and um, get on there when you're on there, so we can wing up and have some Elite Dangerous fun. Um, shout out my wife because she's just the most amazing person I know. She looks after me and this whole house and this whole family and herself. So, um, so my wife and all you guys for another fun, um, yeah, another fun week doing the podcast. So thanks to you guys for doing it. That's it. That's me. Yes. Well, thank you all for listening. Um, it's been another fun podcast, number five already. Yeah, it's 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 great just seeing the uh, the numbers rise in in people who are downloading and listening to the podcast. It's it's nice to see sort of countries pop up, these new countries um, every so often. Uh, so yeah, it's it's we're slowly getting there. You know, it's a brand new podcast. It's going to take some time to grow, but we're growing week by week. So I'm very happy about that. So thank you for joining us. We'll see you next week. I am not a racist. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Joysticks and Chill Podcast. Don't forget to join the Discord. See you next time. Ha <laughs> ha.